Good afternoon. Hope you're having an awesome Arab Shabbos. So as is our Friday custom, let's share one of the thousands of relevant messages from this week's Torah portion that you and I can apply to our everyday lives. Now this week's Parsha being Parsha Stetzaveh. Now it's actually amazing because the exact idea that we shared yesterday is manifest beautifully in this week's Parsha as shared by Rav Moshe Feinstein, arguably the greatest rabbi of North America in the 20th century. You can check his Wikipedia page. Passed away at the age of 91 in 1986. And not that we judge by numbers, but his had over 20,000 people in New York, and when his body was flown to be buried in Israel, the Levi over there had approximately, give or take, 200,000 people in attendance. Now, you don't get gifted with such respect. You earn it. And not only for having such great wisdom, but even more so, as we said, for being a living embodiment of that wisdom and spiritual greatness. So it's all the more fitting that the idea that we're about to share was his insight on the Parsha, because he not only talked the talk, but he walked it. See, in the Parsha, it talks all about various aspects that the Kohanim, the priests, had in the Mishkan or the temple. And when talking about the menorah, which, as we know, was lit with olive oil, the Torah tells us that the oil had to be prepared in a specifically rigorous and pure way. Not just ritually pure, but it also had to be pressed hard and not ground so that it extracted a pure drop of oil. No sediment or pieces. And in fact, only the first drop of completely pure, clear oil could be used for the menorah, and the rest of the oil that came from that olive was unfit for the menorah, but could be used for other aspects in the temple. So if Moshe Feinstein asks, why? I mean, why was this rigorous process of pure oil production used only for the menorah, and all other aspects of the temple could use whatever kind of oil you had? And he explains that it's well known that the menorah was the vessel that represented Torah, and it was specifically there that no sediment could be found in the oil. Why? Well, because if you're going to illuminate those around you with the light of Torah, Rav Moshe says, you have to be super pure yourself. And then he says, but wait, if it's important to have really pure oil with no sediment, I get it. Why not produce more oil from that olive? And if there is sediment in it, then just strain it out. That would achieve the same goal. And you'd get more oil from each olive for the menorah. And Rav Moshe goes on to explain beautifully. Do you know how clear and clean a Rav must be when disseminating the light of Torah? It can't be that at first it looks like what he's doing at times is wrong. But once the situation is clarified, it's clear he isn't. And that what looked wrong was actually fine all along. That's not good enough for a Rav. Rather, it's important that from first glance, what a Rav does must be so pure that there's no sediment or pieces that don't look good. That's the standard of the Rav that we've spoken about over the past couple of days. From whom, that's the type of person we're to learn. If he's less than that, we're not meant to seek his advice. What is beautiful is that this isn't just an idea that Rav Moshe taught. After all, it's easy to teach beautiful ideas. Lots of people do that. But what really matters is that it was an idea that he modeled and lived. And it was because of this that he became the leading rabbi of America, what's called Rabban Shel Yisrael, the Rav of the Jewish people. And on that note, wishing you an awesome Shabbos. Hope you find the Rav you're looking for. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.